Welcome to Tea and Chat, the podcast where we explore different cultures from first-hand experiences with your host, Rebecca, a British expat living in Canada. Hello, hello, and welcome to season three of TN Chat. It's been a while. I'll be honest, straight away, I'm going to say it. I'm going to address the elephant in the room. It has been a while. But do you know what? I'm back and I'm so happy to be back. It feels so refreshing. Now, I know it's been a long time. I had to actually look it up and see how long has it been since I last recorded an episode of Tea and Chat. And it was, in fact, in 2020. I think it was July 2020. And I can't deny that it has been a very long time. (laughs) But you know what? I was trying to think, what happened at that time? Why did I stop making tea and chat? My last episode, I actually kind of spoke a little bit about the birth of my daughter because she was born that year. And let's be honest, 2020 was pretty much a shit show. Like, sorry for swearing, but that's the only way to say it. We all know 2020 was pretty much a disaster. So I think a lot of people just kind of fell off their bandwagons and fell off their motivation trains and kind of ended up a little bit lost, especially going towards the end of 2020 when it seemed like nothing was going to end and everything continued into 2021. So I feel like probably I was sharing that same kind of feeling inside, a little bit of a loss of motivation, to be honest. And I was really just trying to juggle motherhood and my working life. And that was quite difficult for me in 2020 because I was still working on British English Tutor. If you're a longtime listener here, then you'll know what I'm talking about. That used to be the name of my business and my Instagram page. But everything ended up getting put on hold, including the whole business side of things, including even the Instagram content that I was creating. I took a really big shift in my mindset and in what I was doing. And I did just find it quite difficult. Basically, I was burnt out and I didn't even realize it at the time. I didn't realize how bad it was. I was trying to do the same amount of work that I was previously doing prior to having my daughter while also taking care of my daughter. And so it was really hard for me to get my priorities in check and like realize how much time I really had to do all these things because I was teaching lessons, I was making videos for Instagram, I was recording a podcast and many other things. I had a lot of different things going on. So it came to a point where I everything just stopped and came to a bit of a standstill. I kept posting on Instagram, but it wasn't the same kind of content. And even today, it is not the same kind of content, but I have a much better idea of the direction that I'm going in now. And that's why I'm back. You know, people change, people grow. And I'm just happy that I have a, a new focus, I guess I could say, and a better understanding of what I want to do. So yeah, two years is quite some time. And my last episode was about having my daughter. And now I just recently had my son. Actually, I just had him two weeks ago. So you could say that I sound a little bit crazy once again, trying to juggle having a newborn and, you know, again, trying to work and things like that. But I've really kind of got it down to a T now. But I feel confident that I've really got it down now. Like I understand what I need to do and how to best manage my time and all my different tasks and responsibilities in both my personal and my working life. 
Now, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in the podcast, you might hear a baby crying in the background. If you do, don't worry. My son is still here. Actually, he's even crying right now. It might be edited out, but he is with his father. So everything is totally fine. Don't worry. Babies cry a lot. But anyways, let's get into the podcast. How have you all been? Like, if you are a long time listener of Tea and Chat, if you listen to season one and season two, how have you been? And also, what has changed for you in the past two years? Maybe what has changed for you in the past few years since this time has passed? You know, now we are coming towards what feels like the end of the COVID craziness, you know. A lot of us are now able to have a little bit of our freedom back, a little bit, feel a little bit more relaxed about going outside and visiting new places, maybe even traveling once again. And I think that's really helped to lift all of our spirits and just make us feel a lot better overall. You know, mentally and physically, we're able to perhaps go back to the gym that might previously have been closed. We're able to meet up with our friends, whereas previously we weren't able to, and really just go back out and go to events and try new activities. All of these things really affect our lives, affect our mental health. So hopefully you are starting to feel a lot more positive now than you did two years ago. And if you are ESL student, because I do have a lot of ESL students since I teach English. I'm also curious to know whether your English has improved in this time or not, because a lot of people use this time to learn new hobbies, to work on themselves, because they felt like they had a lot of extra time. Perhaps they weren't commuting to and from work every day anymore, so they got that extra hour or two in their day to dedicate to other things. And if if that's not you, that's totally fine as well, because we know, like I said, it did take a very strong mental toll. Perhaps all you wanted to do was crawl into bed and uh, hide under the covers. And I totally understand and respect you if that, that was your situation. Honestly speaking, I didn't go out and like learn a whole bunch of new hobbies either. But it, it did feel like I had a little bit more, a little bit more time on my hands. But, you know, I already work from home. I'm already like, you know, a mom, as I said. So honestly speaking, I didn't feel like I had a lot of free time. It's not like I just got some commuting time into my daily life. But maybe for you, you did. And I'm really curious to know if you were able to perhaps learn something new or work on yourself or just improve a hobby that you already previously had. So make sure to message me and reach out and let me know because I'm really curious to know your answers to that. But today I'm going to be talking about several things. So I've already kind of touched upon one of the bigger life events, which just happened, like I said, two weeks ago when I had the birth of my second child. So for anyone who's interested in motherhood, I will definitely go into that in a little bit more detail shortly. But there are a lot of other things that I want to touch upon first. And that is essentially the direction of my business, the direction of the content that I'm creating. So as I already mentioned, I I have a much better idea of what I want to do now. My focus has shifted and I feel really confident but I want to share with you like what's happening because I think it has been really confusing for people who have been with me for like the past three or four years in understanding like what I am doing exactly. I love that I still have a lot of people following me on Instagram, which is now called at British Rebecca instead of British English Tutor. And I still have my Instagram account for this podcast, which is at 
tea and chat podcast. Um, so make sure to check that out and follow if you haven't already. I will start posting on there again soon. So there'll be updates there for you to know when the new episodes are being released. And yeah, anything that is related to the podcast will be there too. And I will be starting up my Patreon page soon again, just for anybody who is interested in supporting my work, whether that's through like Instagram content or through my podcast. Or what I want to allude to now is that I do intend to make more and more and more content. So one of the bigger things that I've started doing recently is starting to make more intentional Instagram content. What I mean by that is for the past couple years, as I said, I kind of took a big break, a big hiatus. You know, I wasn't posting uh, the same content that I did previously related to pronunciation and English language and things like that, you know, teaching videos. I was just kind of posting wherever, posting little snippets of my life, pretty much just, you know, your, your usual photos that you might find on a personal Instagram account. So there was nothing really related to my business right there. But now I've kind of decided what I want to do in terms of my Instagram account, let's start with that, is that I want to help share what life is like here in Canada. As an immigrant, as an expat, as somebody who is not originally from this country, I hope that I can provide an insight to people who are interested to learn about Canada. Maybe you want to travel here maybe you want to study here, maybe you also want to move and to live here in the future, maybe you want to bring your whole family or maybe you just want to come on a solo adventure. No matter what it is, I hope to inspire people who perhaps are able to relate to me or want to go through a similar process or situation that I have gone through. So that's going to be the focus for my Instagram account. You know, it's quite difficult for me to share elements of British culture when I'm not in the UK anymore. I'm not living there. That's why I've had some difficulties with my username. Of course, it is still British Rebecca because that's what I'm known for. But British English Tudor just didn't resonate with me anymore. I didn't feel like I could call myself a British English Tudor when I wasn't even living in the UK. So I just switched it up for the time being to British Rebecca. It's been that for a little while now, and probably it will change again in the future once I figure out, you know, how to incorporate that Canadian side of things better. But that is going to be the focus for my Instagram content. I'm just keeping the name British Rebecca because I am a British expat, so it still works. But I have started to make a lot more real videos over there. Previously, I used to just make videos on Instagram before there was any reels or anything like that. It never existed when I first started making videos there. And now Instagram has changed so, so much. So you can see some real videos on there. Some of them are just fun, upbeat, you know, funny type of videos. But some of them are sharing like some tips and advice and inspiration of things that I'm doing in Canada and maybe any advice I can give you. So like I said, there's going to be quite a variety of things now, but it's going to be mostly focused on the Canadian aspect inside of things. So hopefully if you're interested in that kind of content, make sure you head over there and give me a follow if you haven't already. I love to see you guys engage with my post too. Anytime someone comments, I always make sure to reply. And, you know, I love talking to you guys. It's something that I've always enjoyed doing. But yeah, for me, Instagram is just something that is kind of close to my heart. It is, 
it started off as, you know, for fun, as a hobby, but Instagram does take a lot of work. So I do put a lot of effort into making all these different videos and pictures and stuff. I've recently moved to Edmonton in Alberta. So that's a really, really big change in my life in that previously I lived in the province of Ontario in Canada, which is probably the most well-known province. It's also the most populated province primarily because it has both Toronto and Ottawa. Um, If you don't know, Ottawa is the capital of Canada, but Toronto is the capital of Ontario. So it's a very busy province in that regard. And a lot of people know so much about it or visit more often than not. But I just did a huge, huge, huge change where we moved to Edmonton in January. Edmonton is a big city, much bigger than the city that I lived in in Ontario, which was Windsor. And there's a lot more to do here than my previous city. So that was kind of a big reason for moving here. I've had a lot, a lot of people ask me, why did you move to Edmonton? Like, what was your reasoning? And I can't pinpoint it because there isn't one reason. It's a multitude of different reasons that aren't necessarily directly related. But first of all, as I said, there's a lot more to do here, especially for families, because I have kids, it's a lot more interesting for them. We are hoping that we can get like some new opportunities in terms of perhaps new jobs for my husband. And also I'm looking at going back to school in the autumn or the fall. And I'll go into a bit more detail about that as well because that's a really huge change. And that is another area that I really want to share with you. The experience of going back to school as an adult, which is considered to be a mature student, because I am 25 years old now. I'm quite happy and content to share my age with you. Uh, That doesn't bother me. But I am still considered to be a mature student if I go back uh, this fall, which it looks like I will be. So I will definitely go a bit more into detail about that perhaps in a future episode. But what I can say for now is that I hope to share that side of things of studying abroad, studying in a a different country, a foreign country, and also just studying as an adult, what that's like, and study videos in general, because I think they're quite popular. A lot of people are really interested because it helps motivate them to study too, if that's what they're doing. Um, You know, even if you're studying something as a hobby or for fun, and you're not actually at school, perhaps, you know, you are learning a language in your free time. Um, Any kind of study videos usually really help with motivation. So that's another thing that I plan to do. Now that won't be on my Instagram, that will probably be on another platform. At the moment, I'm thinking TikTok, which I haven't really used up to this point. So that's another idea that I have. And perhaps the biggest platform that we all know and love and that I have been asked so many times to (laughs) make videos on, since that's what I'm known for, is of course YouTube. Now, I've avoided YouTube for the longest time. For a few reasons, you know, YouTube is really saturated. When I started making English videos on Instagram, it wasn't saturated. There weren't that many English teachers doing that kind of thing. There were literally just a handful of people. So I was one of them and there were I could count perhaps on one or two hands maximum the other teachers that were doing something similar. But now looking on Instagram, I can see that has totally changed. There are tens and tens, I don't know if there's a hundred people making those kind of contents, that kind of English or even just teaching, you know, different languages or different themes on Instagram. That's become a really popular thing. 
So when I started, it wasn't, it wasn't a really big thing for English teachers. It was just starting to become popular, but there are already some really big teachers on YouTube and I didn't really feel like um, competing with them. Why? Not because I was scared, but I felt like everything had kind of already been done. You know, there were pronunciation videos on YouTube. There were grammar videos on YouTube. There are vlogs on YouTube where you can just listen and watch people's lives and perhaps learn English or learn through other sources like that. So I didn't really feel like I was going to be bringing anything new to the platform by doing that. And in that situation, it didn't really inspire me at the time. And now, once again, YouTube has also changed and been updated. And now we have YouTube Shorts. Now, I think YouTube Shorts have been around for a little while now, but I think they're just starting to gain traction and gain a little bit of popularity. Personally, I don't really watch them still, but I have seen that they have been quite successful and that uh, people do seem to enjoy that, right? Because now people just really want to watch short content where they don't have to focus for so long because let's be honest, we all have really bad and short attention spans in this 21st century digital age. So since I'm already somebody who likes to make short videos, I feel like perhaps now's a good time for me to kind of creep my way onto that platform and make a few videos. So if you're somebody who was interested in that English learning content, then that will probably be shifted now to YouTube because I feel confident in making short videos related to the English language or fun videos about pronunciation and things like that, but not really long lengthy teaching videos. So if you're someone who previously followed me for that kind of content, then you should be able to find it on YouTube soon. I'm not going to make any promises because I haven't started yet, but I just want to give you guys a little bit of an insight into what's going on, what I'm working on, different ideas and things like that. So you will have something to kind of look forward to, I guess. So aside from Instagram, YouTube and TikTok, other ways that I want to be creating content include my blog. So I previously had a blog also, I think between 2018 to 2020, and I stopped that around the same time that I stopped making British English Tudor content. And I've restarted it now this year in 2022. And that content is going to be focused on localized posts and suggestions or things to do particularly in Edmonton, Alberta and other places that I might travel to during my day-to-day life. So recommendations for things like cafes or entertainment for kids, uh, you know, just general places that I have visited and enjoyed. I want to recommend to you and review. Um, There might be other types of reviews on there and also perhaps a little bit more of motherhood content because I try not to post that kind of stuff on other platforms and on my Instagram. So again, if that's something that you're interested in, make sure to head over there. The link is currently in my bio on Instagram, but you can also find it here in the description. So aside from all of the different content that I just mentioned, let's take a look at teaching. Will I still continue to be an English teacher? The short answer is yes. And the long answer is no. (laughs) What do I mean by that? For the foreseeable future, yes, I will be continuing to take lessons and teach students on a couple different platforms that I have already been using. Um, If you're interested in lessons, please message me. 
But now with two kids, it has become a little bit more tricky. Since we moved to another city, we don't have as much help. And just particularly because my now youngest child is you know, still very young, of course, a newborn. My oldest isn't particularly old either. She's only two years old, but it's become much more difficult to teach because I don't have as much help for my kids. So that's why I'm really pushing making so much different content this year, because I'm able to do that whether they're around or not, you know, I'm able to make time here and there throughout my days to kind of dedicate time to these different type of projects and content. Whereas teaching is a bit more difficult because I have to be able to sit down for a solid hour, no interruptions. You know, I have to have time to mark all my lesson feedback, uh, plan lessons. It's a little bit more tricky to fit in. So for the short term, hopefully, yes, I will be able to continue teaching lessons. My availability is largely, largely reduced though. So I'm kind of working on a first come first serve basis right now when it comes to my students, unfortunately. But like I said, in the fall, I'm probably going to be going back to school myself. So at that point, I think it's going to be really difficult for me to teach lessons anymore because my schedule will just become crazy, crazy busy. And also, I'll probably be looking at kind of getting into another field of work at that time too, related to whatever it is that I am studying. So again, as I said, I'll I'll go into a bit more detail about that in future if that's something that you're interested in and explain what that really means exactly. And um, also just kind of career-wise what I'm looking to do. But overall, I really am just hoping to continue to work with people just in a different way, perhaps work more directly with immigrants coming to Canada, as opposed to uh, students learning English. I would like to continue that if possible, if there's a way that I can kind of juggle both and perhaps learn some new skills in the teaching world as well. I would love to do that. I have a lot of different ideas, but I'm going back to school just so that I can uh, kind of focus in on what I really want to do for my future and kind of make some more set and concrete goals in that regard. So that is everything that I really wanted to just briefly mention today. This is, of course, the first episode of season three. So I usually just start the first episode of a season by introducing what is going to happen that season. And also this is obviously a really huge life update because it has been a long time since I made an episode. I did mention that I'll briefly touch on the birth of my son. So my son was just born two weeks ago. He was a very, very big baby. Um, Well, he was 10 pounds, seven ounces. So I'll let you decide that. But he is quite a chunky baby. (laughs) And uh, to me, he looks like a three month old. But anyways, he's really, really the sweetest little thing as all babies are. And it's not been too tough right now. He's sleeping pretty good overall, but I don't want to jinx it because I know the first year of a child's life in terms of sleep is very tumultuous. And my daughter is adjusting well for the most part, but she is a two-year-old now. So she is kind of going through what people like to call terrible twos. I don't really like that expression at all, but she is definitely becoming a little bit difficult to handle, especially with a newborn. But we're figuring it out. That's what parenting is all about. There is no guidebook. There is no handbook of what to do exactly. There's no class that you can take. I really think it should be a class in school. You know, you just have to figure it out as you go along and, you know, do your best. 
And um, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so that's a kind of mini, mini, mini motherhood update there as well. We're all doing really well. We're living in a new city now. A lot of changes have happened since season two of Tea and Chat. If you have any questions about my personal life or any more questions in regards to the different content that I'm making, again, make sure to shoot me a message. And the best way you can reach me is on Instagram. But if you are a company that would like to reach out and collaborate with me, then you can also shoot me an email, which you can also find on my Instagram and hopefully we can work together. And that's going to be all for episode one of Tea and Chat. In terms of the podcast, finally, I should mention that it is going to be following a kind of similar theme to last time, um, kind of talking about a wide variety of topics, but continuing those interviews that I started in season two. I really enjoy interviewing both my students and my friends and different people to give you a different insight of what it's like to live through different people's lives. And um, particularly trying to focus on people who perhaps have moved to a different country and are living in a different country than where they are originally from. But like I said, we'll see what as we go, what type of different people we will get on this podcast. I'm really excited. And I will post everything related to this podcast over on that Instagram account at Tea and Chat Podcast. Now that is it for today. I hope you will have a lovely week or weekend or day wherever you are. And I hope to see you back for episode two of Tea and Chat. <laughs>